I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we want to remind all of you about our Season 5 Patreon campaign and thank our newest King Princess patron, Ashley White. Thank you so much for donating to our campaign, Ashley. We cannot wait to get to know you better. If you want to join Ashley on our Patreon, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. And we have so many exciting events coming up that we cannot wait for you to join us for. The first one is coming up real soon, starting tomorrow night. We are going to have our first round of spooky queer trivia. We are going to have questions about all of our favorite spooky queer shows and movies like The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor and Hocus Pocus and like maybe some other surprises coming up your way. You don't know. But that is going to be tomorrow night as well as October 30th this weekend. So we hope to see you there, whichever day you can make. Can't wait. We also are doing Orphan Black Trivia with Realm on November 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. We're going to have some questions about the show and the season one of their Orphan Black podcast, so we can't wait to see you there. And we know what you're thinking. It's Ellie and Lee. If I see you this week and I see you next week, then what am I going to do the week after that when I don't get to see you? And the answer, my friends, see is you again. can see us again. <laughs> 
You can see us and two of our fave people, Bad Queers, live on Zoom for an episode taping where we are going to be unpacking all of our feelings about the musical Rent. I can't wait. I love it. It's it's going to be incredible. That's going to be on November 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And, you know, after that, we might have to find some new excuses to hang out. But listen, we've we've got you for the next three weeks. That's all yes. I can tell you. And I'm sure December we will have some stuff for you as well. <laughs> you can get tickets to all of those things on our Eventbrite as well. If you're like, where the heck can I get these tickets? Go to our Let's Hang Out Eventbrite. They are all there. In the greater Les universe... We want to talk a little bit about Tampa Bay's, which is a new reality show about a group of queer women in Tampa. So we're always here for some new queer reality TV. I cannot wait to see how trashy, how gay, how great it is. So All of the best parts of reality TV. We're looking forward to it. Tell us about this next one, right, Ellie. Sorry. There's a there's a movie. I know it. It's Italian. It's called Benedetta. It's about some it's about some lesbian nuns. But what there was something that happened. Yes. What okay, happened? Okay, so well, first of all, we had that whole episode where I talked about my Catholicism. So I just feel like this is just perfect. But people were protesting Benedetta. Like they're protesting this blasphemous lesbian movie. And Twitter was cracking me up because people were like, Oh yeah, that's how the PR team was. <laughs> was marketing good planning yeah yeah come see our blasphemous lesbian movie i mean to be fair i'm sold yeah like i'm like yeah i want to watch a blasphemous lesbian movie i I do i want to watch it so you the entire uh you good publicity for another lesbian film it's all about lesbian nuns and the lesbian nun love story so count me in I'm going to see it. Uh, does anyone want to hear me talk about Jojo Siwa some more? Yeah, everyone always wants to hear Listen, Jojo Siwa. I heart one Jojo Siwa. That's all. <laughs> For anyone who is not following Dancing with the Stars this season, just every week continues to delight and amaze us. And this week, Jojo and Jenna, well, I guess not last week. Last week, Jojo and Jenna delighted us with a foxtrot to the look at me i'm sandra d reprise incredible dressed as sandy and frenchy and not only was that delightful enough and you should all go watch it immediately but also they earned a perfect score tens across the board it was incredible they killed it they looked great doing it and everybody now ships sandy and frenchy so you know have we done a should have been gay on greece i was literally just trying to think about that uh, and i can't i don't think we to. have but we we will now it's on the list we're it's gonna put it on the list on the it's list. great and let's have jojo siwa on great. to talk about it <laughs> yes please <laughs> Lee, i look, think if look. we got jojo siwa on this season you would like cry Oh my god, I'm I would die. I'm gonna fangirl over her so hard. Yeah. I'm just I love it. She just has so much queer joy and it brings me queer joy and there's just a lot of queer joy happening. We're, um we're here for it. And I love it. And also I wanna point out because cause Kelsey mentioned this when I made her watch it with me as well, which is she was like huge props for not uh for not dressing one of them as Danny Zuko. Like yes. for doing it as Sandy the, and, yeah. and Frenchie is like Perfect. chef's kiss like beautiful beautiful touch just a plus work a plus work ladies we love it keep it up so that's what's happening this week back to you ellie and lee
Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 70th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should've been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, Ellie, you are a rainbow-infused space unicorn. Oh my god, thank you so much, Lee. I love you too. We are joined this week by a very, very special guest, Vico Ortiz. Vico is a Puerto Rican non-binary actor and drag king, lover of dragons and queer representation both in front and behind the scenes, a big fan and advocate for the use of inclusive language, especially in Spanish, and of staying hydrated. Thank you so much, Vico. And they're literally like cuddling a dragon right now. (laughs) And sipping on some water because I need to be a hydrated bitch. Um... Incredible. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) We are so excited. Can you also tell our audience, too, because you do a lot more than, you know, love dragons. Can you tell our audience what they might have seen you in? You've been in a bunch of shows. Oh, my gosh. Um, I guess you might have seen me on These Thems, which is on YouTube, or it was on YouTube, but now it's on Outfest now. You also might have seen me on Everything is Gonna Be Okay, both on Freeform or Hulu. I also was on Vita, on Stars, both on seasons two and three, and I think that's some of the recent stuff, and then the future. You'll see me a lot more in the future, so prepare yourselves. <laughs> You've got and all we sorts of fun so, stuff coming up. So, so, so excited for that. I'm a huge fan of these themes. I thought it was, like, such a wonderful series, so. Uh, it's and, so, And also, so sweet. you may have heard Vico in, like, a bomb podcast musical that came True. out recently. <laughs> like, just, you know. Yes. Uh, just just saying. <laughs> It was so fun to record that. And y'all got a a real experience of me being in Puerto Rico and halfway through recording, (laughs) lights were out. I had to go on my phone and like get the Wi-Fi going. Oh, yeah. We had a hot spot. There was dedication happening. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In my parents' closet. (laughs) It was great. It's not a a live podcast, luckily. And... (laughs) The, no video, so we're good. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Otherwise, you would have seen all my parents' clothes. And um, yeah, <laughs> but it was great. I had a blast. It was so sweet. We did too. And we just keep trying to find new excuses to talk to you. So you're here again. So we're so excited. And we're going to be talking about parks and recreation. As it should have been gay, I'm beyond excited for this uh lee do you want to kick us off with our imdb synopsis so we can dig into all of the gay in this yes okay listen imdb synopsis for parks and rec the absurd antics of an indiana town's public officials as they pursue sundry projects to make their city a better place um can i just start by saying that parks whether they're national or regional, whatever you name it, are ruled by lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of lesbians, Fair. queer women, queer folk that I know that love hiking, that love camping. I mean, the parks, camping is queer culture. You are, <laughs> so, you are fact, so right. You are so the right. The fact that, it's, that Parks and Rec isn't inherently already gay is a major missed opportunity and low-key homophobic. Like, <laughs> come on. High-key homophobic, High-key homophobic. <laughs> what about recreation? Do we also own, like, any sort of fun activity? Listen, you're trying to tell me that someone walks out with a dodgeball and that person is not a lesbian. You are wrong. 
incorrect. Right. <laughs> very, very correct. So so is that your gay synopsis, Vico? Is just like parks are gay culture? Or do you have a gay synopsis for Parks and Rec for us? I feel like the whole show should have been 100,000% gay just because, yeah, that's my synopsis. Parks, I mean, Rick... Gays know how to recreate, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are doing fundraisers, we are building community, we are doing all the things, and you're telling me that Parks and Rec is not gay already? Yeah, yeah, that's, my synopsis yeah. is that, that already the title is homosexual, so, it's, and it's, it. yeah, so... <laughs> I just am so my excited take. for this episode. I really can't handle it. I also wonder, like, I, I said this before we logged on, like, this is one of my favorite shows. Like, do most queer people, Parks and Rec is one of their favorite shows? Because, like, most people I know, it's one of their favorite shows. Is it because it's inherently I, queer or is it just... I interesting. Know. Right? Because <laughs> like, we you're thinking about it and you're like, actually... Lots of people's favorite shows who are queer. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only really one. I mean, I assume this character is gay, but played by Billy Eichner, like towards mm-hmm. the end. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's truly the only actual, question mark actual yeah. gay character. Yeah, because he marries, um, he marries uh, the hairdresser. What's his name? When they do the like flash forward episode, like way at the end, right? Like he marries Ron's new hairdresser. Uh, why am I blanking on his name right now? Oh. This is, Kelsey's going to be so disappointed in me. <laughs> it's okay. Lee, do you have a gay synopsis? I will sure. try not to get us derailed. Um, but. My gay synopsis, uh, I think like my, I tried to dig deep because there's so much that we're going to talk about. So I tried to go with like, what is the the real like core of my gay synopsis for Parks and Rec? And I think it comes down to April Ludgate is a disaster buy and I would die on this hill. Great. That's great, it. Great. That's my gay synopsis. Here for 100%. it. 100%. Um, I, I agree there are honestly too many people that I want to be gay in this but I focused on my favorite uh couple in Parks and Rec which is actually okay my favorite unrequited love story so okay small town public servant Leslie Nope pines after her hopelessly straight best friend Ann Perkins for six years so true (laughs) that is my for Parks and Rec it's I mean, perfect. She's canonically it's in love with Anne. Like canonically. Like that is that is in in it. Yep. Yeah. So yep. that's that's my take. But I agree. April's bisexual. Like Leslie mm-hmm. is just like so queer. There's so much in this. So I guess to start, because there's so much, we should start super quickly with our experiences with Parks and Rec. So Vico, is Parks and Rec also one of your favorite shows? It really is. And now that you asked that question earlier, now I am like, now my brain is like, wow, is it really like, because I I started watching Parks and Rec, I think before I came out and I was just really drawn to the show. And yeah, I've like grown a lot as a person with the show uh, outside of the show, obviously. But yeah, it's one of the shows that I like would watch over and over. It's the ones that I like, I need comfort and I would just like uh, either watch a whole season or like find compilations on YouTube or bloopers. And I just, it brings me so much joy and yeah, it's, it's a fantastic show. (laughs) Agreed. I, it is also one of my comfort shows. Like I, I remember vividly one of my first girlfriends, whenever I was sad, 
she would make me up like a little like fort of like blankets, pillows, and we would just like have like a like basically like high school slumber party in the living room and watch Parks and Rec. And it was always my thing. Like the first thing she would do is like, you're sad. Here's what we're doing. And like so it is sweet. it's so comforting. It's so comforting. It's so gay. Like I, I love the that. first it's also, yeah, very gay story. The first episode I will watch to make myself laugh every time is the get on your feet episode. <laughs> I don't know. It just gets me every time. Every time. Uh, I need, every time. I need a recap of that one. Oh, one? here, wait. I'll, the... I'll get, no, I'll get you in it. Ready? Get on your feet. When they're out on the ice, just picture that. Get on your feet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, like, the shortest... The shortest red carpet, red carpet, shortest red carpet, 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 carpet yeah, yeah. with the three-legged dog, and, yeah, like, and they just keep starting everywhere. the song yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, but I do wonder, like, in terms of themes of Parks and Rec, I feel like the biggest theme of Parks and Rec is chosen family. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Which mm-hmm. I do feel like resonates really deeply with us as queer people, right? Because you are like these misfits, right? All these like completely odd balls come together and like love each other and have this family in their workplace it's it's very queer coded I think I love that yeah. am I gonna cry <laughs> that's so that's if you perfect. get too sad we'll wrap you up in a blanket and play yeah, Parks and Rec, okay? Parks. please I would love that so very much <laughs> that's so nice that's so nice uh, what about you Lee? So, okay, yes, uh, same, I think it is very much one of my comfort shows. I was saying before we started recording, but, like, it is absolutely Kelsey's favorite show on the earth. We've watched it so many times. Anytime anything is, like, things are sad or, like, we've had a bad week or whatever, it's, like, the guaranteed go-to to cheer us up is, like, put on Parks and Rec, everything will be better. It's okay. Agreed. Everything's okay now. Now we just all have to get Peacock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Peacock. Right. <laughs> I mean, what? Okay, nothing could make Parks and Rec better, but like things could make Parks and Rec better, right? So make it gayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so let's mm-hmm. talk about it. How how could we make Parks and Rec any gayer for you, Vico? Let's just start character by character. Like. Who's your first character that you're like, oh, yeah, that is a full-on gay, and why? I mean, starting with our uh, lovely Leslie Nope, uh, who's constantly serving us, giving us power femme vibes. She loves a blazer. She loves Loves a power suit. (laughs) Here for it, 100,000%. I am vibing with you when it comes down to, like, Leslie and Anne could have been such a gorgeous relationship. I mean, Anne is serving us the the chapstick sometimes, lipstick, uh, bisexual, oh, you yeah. know, like it, it would have been great, honestly, as much as I I love Nick Offerman playing Ron Swanson, I would have been totally fine with some like butch Thea, like a like a butch Thea like <laughs> in that position it would have been like so fabulous as well, like a great choice to go. But Ron I mean, there's some things about Ron that I'm like, I mean, you can also go with like Bear, you know, like. I was hardcore. I literally have on our outline, Ron Swanson is a bear. Like Mm -hmm. Ron would Mm -hmm. be at Bear Week. (laughs) Like he'd like be inviting all of these bears back. Actually, probably not too many because he likes to be more solitary, you know. 
but he'd be like he'd pick like one or two that were worthy and he'd be like come back to my like gorgeous cabin and we'll drink whiskey and smoke cigars and then have like a bear party that is exactly what will happen actually that probably did happen at least once for ron right right he'd never tell (laughs) he'd take that secret to his grave you know uh that would have been a great episode to just like casually like mention it and then just keep going and then oh yeah <laughs> like yeah, not yeah. like no you know just like a nobody quick blinks you know. an eye yeah like they're like mm-hmm. everything is normal like it seems like a normal thing for Ron to say he's like yeah that exactly. one week like every summer it's like his escape it's like oh yeah when like when Ron goes to bear week yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when Ron goes to bear week could have oh that could have been great episode. oh that's great I'm just There's- I'm picturing an episode where like don't you just want to see Tom like getting on a plane and like tailing him to P Town and just like it would be amazing. He's like he he's on the plane like three rows behind him with like sunglasses and a newspaper up, just like right because oh. he's like he's like I need to know where Ron yeah. is going, yeah, yeah. and then and then Tom is in P. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, I'm like yeah yeah. There's too many, but like. Tom. And then the whole episode Tom. is just Tom getting hit on by like a whole bunch of giant bears like the whole time. It would have been incredible. Also, Tom, like you were saying, Tom, 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 <laughs> just Tom. <laughs> he's so he's listen, so metro. Tom of the secret uh, beard wife. Like, come on. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, let's come talk about on. season one. Tom, he literally is in a fake marriage. Yes. That's right. Secret fake wife beard. Like, come on. You, it, it writes itself. It's too easy. I'm just going to say that everyone in this like show is like low-key bisexual. Like, they would have just acknowledge it, you know? Like, they, they would have just acknowledged that they were bi. Like, that's that's all they really needed, you know, to, like, push the envelope. <laughs> Do you feel like they knew? Do you think they knew how queer the show was? I don't think no. so. I don't no. think so. I don't, no. I, here's the thing. I, <laughs> I don't like the think fact that, that I'm like, yes, it was so obvious. I'm like, they had to know, but that's just not I don't my think anyone lens. writes Leslie and Anne like that and knows knows what they're doing. Like <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean knows what they're doing? No like I don't think anyone who like knows that they're doing that like doesn't doesn't actually go there. You know? Like how because like I mean, like you said, Ellie the show is basically like Leslie's in love with Anne, like hardcore, like obsessive, possessive, crazy, head over heels love with her. <laughs> and then is like, eh, I guess I'll marry like this nerd over here, which like, and listen, and that's coming from me where like, I adore Ben Wyatt. Ben Wyatt is me on a TV screen, kind of like we're, we have many things in common. Me and Ben. And I love him to death. I do. But but he comes second to Anne at every turn. And he knows that. Everyone knows that. Leslie knows that. Anne knows that. Ben knows that. Everyone's okay with that and accepts it. So I'm like, I'm how? It's just, it's how? Just, it is actually there. Like, that's not even us making stuff up. Like, she constantly is complimenting Anne. Like, you beautiful unicorn whatever you want to like every there's so many lines there's so many lines and Sun-kissed, I would like to say the adjectives just on their own right like, and you on. poetic noble land mermaid that one I love <laughs> I forgot about that one 
<laughs> I wrote a few down. Can I just tell oh, you some please, of them? Please, please, so please, please. Okay. <laughs> you're thoughtful and you're brilliant. And your ambiguous ethnic blend perfectly embodies the American melting pot, she says to her. You are a beautiful, powerful musk ox. I don't yes. even know what that means. Yes. I, and then the other one that I love, this quote that I just loved, uh, is when they're both at the sperm bank and the woman asks them if they're together. And Leslie says, no, tragically, we are both heterosexual. And that, first of all, makes me sad that they actually said that because now we have to be like, okay, canonically, they are heterosexual. There's not no gray area. Sorry, I, I weirdly don't remember that that scene. Strange. Right? That never happened. Mm, weird. Me neither. <laughs> But there's also a scene where Ben says, like, everyone has gay thoughts. Yes. So uh, <laughs> where, yes. where he is in an interview with uh, with Bird uh, and uh, he just starts panicking. And then in one of the things is like, everyone has gay thoughts. And it's like, <laughs> do ben, they, Ben? You want to talk they? about something? I like that? to think that, like, Ben and Leslie connect because of that, right? Like, you feel like they had a conversation where they're like, where Ben's like, yeah, I have gay thoughts about Chris all the time. And Leslie's like, oh, yeah, me too about Anne. Wow, you just really get me. <laughs> and you're like, you are both bi. <laughs> yep. Yep. Here's, here's what I think. Here's what I think the Leslie-Anne interaction is. I think it is like a, I think it's a two-part thing that's happening. I think on one side uh, of, like, why they wrote it so gay, and I don't think they knew they were writing it that gay. I think on one side, you have the fact that TV writers just really, like, don't know how to write, like... Female friendship? Like, female friendships without always making them constantly just a little bit gay. And on the other hand, I think it's also combined with, like, Parks and Rec, I think, for... It was still kind of at the tail end of especially like sitcom TV because I think it's like mainstream culture now. I think it's gotten away from this a lot sooner. But I think in like the sitcom TV culture, this idea that like no one really likes their spouse, you know, and like and so I feel like they didn't try to do that with Ben and Leslie. But I do think it's weird that it's like they wrote this whole relationship that like you are supposed to like. You know, man, there are, like, hardcore, like, Leslie, Ben, like, people out there who are like, this is the most beautiful relationship in the world. And I'm like, she would drop him like a hot freaking brick if, like, Anne needed her. And, like, everybody knows that and accepts it in this way that I'm like, I think that's, like, a, a weird straight couple holdover from, like, sitcoms where the whole joke was, like, and you hate your husband or you hate your wife. Do you, do you know, like, yeah, and therefore you love your best friend more, like Lucy. Right, and exactly. And so mm-hmm. it's like they didn't quite go the whole, like, they hate each other route, but they still had to be like, but you love someone else more. Like, we're all clear on that, right? Like, he's definitely not the person you love the most. Like, you love someone else more than him, like, as is only normal and ex- and expected <laughs> of straight, yeah, of straight, straight relationships. Yeah. And you're like, sure, 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 writers, that's. That seems right and normal to all of us. It also is the kind of thing where, like, I feel like they've done this in a lot of sitcoms. You're Like, also this trope of, like, best friends dating other best friends. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. So, like, because I also ship Chris and Ben. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you have, like, Chris and Ben who have chemistry. You have Leslie and Anne who have chemistry. And then you're like... Okay, but these, they can't be together. So let's do like the next best thing, which is like, oh, 
just take the friends and merge them together in a heterosexual way. Like, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. How dope, though, it would have been if they had this, like, gorgeous, like, kitchen table polyamory polycule situation. Like, they just would have been, I mean, they're still a powerhouse, like, you know, power couples, but, like, together, together, you know, like, have a house with, like, several rooms and, like, wasn't at the end that, like, they end up having triplets and, you know, like, what I'm saying? That would have been such a badass, like, situation. I'm and they were all so together. here for it. <laughs> it would be so good. I mean, it almost kind of happened, wasn't it? Uh, no, they they ended up like living in different like states and stuff. But like, it was close. It got pretty close for a moment there. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, also like when Anne moved, Leslie was like destroyed. Like she could not handle the fact that her love was moving. To be with a man. She was yeah. more willing to have, I'm trying to remember the storylines and where they, where that happened, but she was willing to like drop her job to follow Anne or like versus Ben. I'm trying to like now remember the storylines, but I think in that devastation, she was willing yes. to like stop whatever she was doing to be with Anne versus like, like you said, Lee, if like Ben did anything, she'd be like, whatever, I'm going to keep doing my job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Ben was always the one who'd be willing to give up, like, whatever for Leslie. And, like, mm-hmm. sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do personally love Ben as well. But I, I, I do love feel, Ben. Listen. I, that's why I, I am very love partial a nice to town, the poly. Town clown. To the polycule. I'm very partial to that. Because mm-hmm. I well, and love plus, all of them. Plus, <laughs> Ben and Chris both are so much gayer than they were ever written to be straight. Right? I mean, come on. Yes. Come on. I mean, Chris, oh my God. Chris, on, Chris on his own, I'm just like, there were so many, it's similarly to, to Leslie, like the way they're written, I'm like, you, they were so, <laughs> how did you miss this opportunity? It was perfect. It was perfect. It was... Like, tell me that in the episode where Tom flies to P-Town, if you had Chris go with him, Chris would not have the best time of his life surrounded by yes. gay dudes. He would be so happy. He would be like, oh, my God, we're trading fitness tips. They're teaching me some new recipes to make. <laughs> like, he's like, they're super into my salad dressings. Like, this is the best week ever. They would be his favorite people. <laughs> I mean, he would be a hit. He would be a hit. Yes. For he sure. would be a hit. I mean, him oh. and Tom. And we have not talked about this yet, but. Okay, this let as we go back to our bear week, because this is honestly <laughs> this episode would be like the epitome of like every gay thing needs to happen. Jean Ralphio yes. would also be in P Town and he would be DJing the party. Oh Listen. My God. The the <laughs> secret hosting. other than, like I I will die on April is a disaster by one hundred percent. The other hill that I would that I would like 1000% die on is like Jean Ralphio has boned some dudes in his time. Like, not a chance. Oh, man. Not a chance he has not. Like, come on. Jean Ralphio is absolutely like pansexual, does not care. He is going to take whatever comes his way. Nobody would argue that that is not the case. Yep. <laughs> I'm just like thinking also, like, if obviously we love the actors who play these characters and I'm like obsessed, right? But I'm like, if there was like a you know, recasting of sorts, kind of, sort of, like, if, if Tom would have been this, like, 
NB genderqueer, like then, yes. you know, Tom and John Raphael also would have had like a situation going, you know. Also, when Lucy played by Natalie, Natalie Morales, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, also giving us like power femme doctor would have like team up with Tom as well. You know what I'm saying? There was like, uh, there was just so many queer like relationships and like, yep, yep, they, they that could have, that could have happened too. It, it <laughs> totally could have happened. And also, okay, what is gayer? There's so much. There's honestly, oh my god, my mind is so blown with this. With talking about this, there are so <laughs> many tropes. We talk about we talk about a lot of tropes that like happen where there's like stand-ins in gay things, right? Like, so for example, the big one is like the brother, right? Clearly, like for example, like Bring It On, right? Missy and Torrance. Clearly, there's something there, but they're like, okay, we can't go with Missy, so go for the brother. Tom can't be with Jean Ralphio, so he goes for the sister. Oh, yeah, right. it's yep, like yep, yep. it's all there, and he doesn't even like the sister, right? He's like, she's she, right. he's like, not he, he just keeps getting like sucked in, right, by her like chaos energy because oh it reminds God. him of the love of his life, Jean Ralphio. Oh, bless, <laughs> like this is really life. blowing my mind. So, what you're saying is Tom started dating Mona Lisa, being like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious, yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying there, I can see it, yes. Oh, that's brilliant, yeah. I'm gonna stick with that and Bear Week. I think Bear Week really really uh, uh, struck a chord for me. <laughs> now I'm like, write, someone write that episode. <laughs> please. 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 I mean, they've done, like, they did, like, that, like, Zoom reunion, right? We could get a Parks and Rec reunion or a Parks and Rec reboot that mm-hmm. is just this bear week. Just, yeah, where just every, the bear week. everyone comes out. <laughs> everyone comes back for this, like, one vacation. It's, like, maybe a... Um, I don't know. I'm like, we haven't really talked that much about April and Andy, but I'm like, it's like April and Andy's like 10th anniversary or something. And like April's idea. She's like, oh, I want to go to Bear Week because she would. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. Like, and also, I mean, if we want to talk about April, like April was dating two gay men. Yes. Like April is right. actually canonically queer yes. in, this, in the show. Like she's like, She's Polly. Like, she's like, yeah, we all date each other. And she's like explaining to Leslie. Like, yeah. Like, they're um, my Excuse boyfriend. me. They don't all date each other. She clearly hates his boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's, that's right. You're right. That's her boyfriend. <laughs> and that's his boyfriend. It makes sense. Uh, it makes sense. But yeah, like, she's in a queer situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, already. And I would argue that her and Andy are a queer couple as well. Absolutely. I, I feel like, I feel like himbos are inherently yeah. queer <laughs> so i feel like yeah, yeah april and andy together is a queer relationship so yes <laughs> and as someone who cares deeply about himbos i will never forgive chris pratt for slightly ruining my beautiful himbo andy for me but by um, being chris accurate. pratt is that what you mean yeah by being chris pratt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. by existing and being chris pratt but I try so hard to overlook it every time. But if we're going to talk about the gayness of them, so they also base they they you hauled. That's right. And they also had a long distance relationship. Oh my like, god! Ba- right yes. off the bat, <laughs> like pretty quickly, it was like long distance, and it was a whole thing. <laughs> so, <there's>, it, <laughs> yeah, it is really blowing my mind. Like I'm like, if I were to put a checklist together of like. What are the things that we look for in gay shit? It's all of it. 
It's all a myth. What? How can, What's happening? I'm just blown that this show wasn't purposefully like written to be queer, and it is so, so, so queer. Looks so <laughs> much. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta. And I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. And you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. <laughs> so much. Like, like Andy and April are like the fucking like lesbian couple who like, they're like, they were dating for what? Like a month? How long were they dating before they got married? That's right. They got married so quickly. Yeah. And, and then they did the long distance. Mm-hmm. And like the older lesbian is like, no, I, I've done this before. Like, it's not. No, it's not a good idea. And they're like, but we're different and whatever. And then she's and then the older lesbian being Leslie No is like, <laughs> oh, I believe in love again because I remember what it was like to U-Haul. And I hope it works for them. Like, it's gay. Oh, Wow. Look, I also, I could do a whole thing on, like, an alternate story arc that starts with Anne leaving Andy, right? And then, like, eventually realizing that, like, Leslie's just slowly, like, dying on the sidelines, pining for her, right? And then the slow transition to, like, a polythruple with Anne as the hinge. Because, I'm sorry, but April is a little into Anne. Like, there is no denying that. Like... (laughs) And so yes. then she, so imagine, <laughs> imagine nodding. she also leaves Andy, like then to be with Anne, and like all of Andy's ex girlfriends are like in this polythermal <laughs> with each fact, other and Leslie. I could write that story arc as well. That's the all. The fact saying. that also like within their like community, there has been people that have dated each other within it. Like it's also very, very. Oh, it's sassy. messy. Pawnee it's needs just... a needs a chart, right? <laughs> We do. We really, really do. Pawnee, Pawnee absolutely needs, needs a, a chart. chart, man. Because it is. It's definitely. Yeah. It's. It's. It's the fact that 
within their own group, yeah, they've 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 all sort of banged each other in yep. one way or another. Yep. <laughs> they have. Um also I'm like, this is personal. I I was just having a conversation about this today because I am in a large group of queer people at in, that were all friends. I was sitting at a dinner the other day. There were five of us there, and four of us, like four four of us had slept with two other people in that five, right? So, like, Incredible. I was looking around and I was just like, uh, 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 like, we were like, it was too much. It was too much. Yeah, wow. so it's very, it's very real. And we're still, yeah. like, we're great friends and it's fine, right? Like, and also, like, there isn't that much drama about it, which also, I think, makes it very queer. Mm-hmm. Like, for mm-hmm. example, when Anne starts to date Mark, that's his name, right? Her and Leslie have a very, like, straightforward conversation about it. The only weird thing about it is then Leslie stalks them. But <laughs> at least when they start, like, Anne is like, I want to be open with you about, like, is it okay that I go on a date with this person that you slept with once six years ago? Like, and, and like, they have a whole thing. And Leslie's like, yeah, it's fine. And then it's not fine. She goes a little nuts. But I would say that's more because she's in love with Anne. Yes. Then she's uncomfortable yeah. that Anne is sleeping with someone she slept with six years ago. 100%. Yes. Plus, she does oh this whole God. thing. Like, anytime, anytime Anne dates anyone, Leslie is the one that's there being like, they don't deserve you anyways. Like, they're not good enough for you. Right? Like, girl, please. We've all been there. We've mm-hmm. all been there. <laughs> Leslie, we know this speech, okay? Men just don't deserve you. You're too you're too beautiful. You're too beautiful a muskox for them. And we're like, I yeah, I know. Been there. I'm like getting almost to- sad. <laughs> Cuz I'm just like Anne and Leslie would have been so good. <laughs> they would have been epic. I feel like now if the writers of Parks and Rec listen to this, I'm just going to be like that Zoom read or or you know whenever we're in person again read uh needs needs to needs to have a little bit of you need you know you need to give us some of that you need to a little it. bit of spice yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I need it I need it I also want to talk really quickly about the gay penguins episode yes oh. <laughs> just because uh well first of all I love that the show in the first season has gay shit, right? And yeah, they're talking about the gay penguins and it was chaos, like an accident. However, once Leslie, like Leslie's very happy in that gay bar. Like, yes, she is. The second that she becomes like a gay hero, she just lights up. And I just feel like that's like baby's first gay bar in the first like, what, four episodes of Parks and Rec? It comes really soon. Like very I need soon. to rewatch that episode again. I do remember a little bit of it, and yes, I do remember when the second the gays like loved her, she was just like, "Oh my gosh!" She she lit up. She would. I mean, that could have been the perfect like that episode, and then the one right after the coming out episode. You know, like and then just confess her love for Anne, and then rule gay Pawnee together. Ah. Uh. <gasps> Yes, I wasn't to rule. But yeah, she was like, she loved that gay bar. And they bring the gay bar back so many times too, mm-hmm, which I mm-hmm. love. There is a point where they're at the gay bar and Chris keeps getting hit on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think they and, go to one, yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, and, and Chris is like, wow, everyone's so friendly here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 
<laughs> it's not the same gay bar, but but it definitely happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like one of their dates. Chris and Anne, they go to a date. Also, oh my god, the things that keep coming out of my mouth. Chris, one of Chris and Anne's first dates is at a gay bar. What two oh my straight god. people go on a date to a gay bar? Were they hinting? Were they maybe hinting on us like something and we and we're just I mean, I I I truly now after this, I really I mean, I'm like, no, the show is gay. Like, it, yeah, like, it's not that it, it is gay. You just need here's, to acknowledge it. Yeah, there's nothing, there's no doubt here's in my what's mind depressing now. Freaking me out. Too is like, Chris is a better written gay character, like, gay, like, male character than so many gay male characters who are just like, like, okay, I'm thinking like James Corden in the prom, where you're just like, okay, I get it, you're effeminate and you like shopping and like, you talk like this a lot and you move your hands. And you're super gay. Like, okay, fine. But, like, Chris is, like, a relatable, like, real-life, like, queer icon where you're like, oh, my God, like, stop being so ripped. Eat a hamburger. Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, just, good Lord, why are your suits always so nice looking on you? Damn it. (laughs) I think that (laughs) he's a real gay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Like that's when people want like real queer rep, like that's what they want. Give that to people. That's what we're looking for. Give me a lesbian who is Diane. Give me a lesbian who is Lucy Lawless as Diane, who is like, oh, you here to like fix our pothole? Yeah. I want to learn how you're going to do that. Cool. I forgot Give me that Lucy lesbian. La- I forgot about Lucy Lawless in this. A whole dyke in this show. I'm sorry. Like, oh I get God. it. I love her and Ron together. I'm here for it. Maybe she's bi. Fine. But, like, come on. Come on. If you made Ron queer, though, like, this, like, queer carpenter, right? Like, then the whole relationship with Diane would be queer as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about her. I'm just like now like, yes, with the kids and all the bits. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She's self-sufficient. She has tools. She knows how to use them. She doesn't need a man. Like, she'll Mm-mm. keep one around fine. But, like, come on. That character's not straight. They could have at least, like, sprinkled a little bit of that. I, I mean, <laughs> they kind of did it a little bit with Ron and, and Tammy, some of that you know, BDSM, like, <laughs> kind of, like, situation. Uh-huh. They kind of sprinkled it. Like, if they would have, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, Ron can just be the pet, you know? <laughs> he lives happily ever after. <laughs> He'll make his own cage. He'll be into it. Absolutely. Like, Ron would be like, you think you're going to chain me up to those things? Like, those aren't even mounted. Come on. Like, <laughs> and they're, they have a the bare same name. Cage. Like, what queer person yes. hasn't dated someone with the same name? Uh, oh my god yep that too yes <laughs> <laughs> yep yep oh my gosh especially i mean <laughs> especially for for uh i mean speaking <laughs> of someone that that knows a lot of envies who gravitate towards yep. kai or theo or <laughs> you know there's that yep. there, you're bound to like it, meet oh, yeah. several of the same Name and names, and it's like, oh, there we go. <laughs> Tammy number one, Tammy number two, Kai number one, Kai number, Kai two. number two. <laughs> Let us know if you have dated no. everyone. <laughs> this is for the listeners. 
<laughs> Please let us know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> to be fair, I bet you we have a lot of people who are like, yeah, I've dated two people with the same name or they've dated someone with the same name that as them. I could never handle that, but I could not. Yeah. Teach their own. <laughs> also, that episode where they have the I forgot the other town. Um the other Eagleton. Eagleton. Where they have their doubles. <laughs> They have their, like, yes. all the, the same folks, like, the Ron Ron bits, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always bound to, like, meet someone in the queer community that, like, kind of looks like you or has a similar vibe to you, but is from, like, another town or whatever. Le- yeah. Wait, sorry. Real quick. Eagleton Ron has, like, fucked a dude in a yurt as well. Like, for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, Eagleton <laughs> Ron has, like, done some shrooms and, like, definitely, like, Done some done some weird shit in like a a yurt somewhere. That's oh yeah, like he's gone to some sort of like queer sex retreat, and it's just oh yeah, like, he's totally he's cool. a little too into Ron. Yeah, come on, tantric yoga or yes. something. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. That's that's yeah. I'm so here for all of it. Oh my the show God. keeps getting gayer the more the more I think about it. It really it does. really does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> It's a little much. It's too much. It hurts. I need to rewatch it all and now be like, wow. Like I watched bits and pieces for this and like refresh my brain, but I was like, oh no, this this could we keep, it it keeps giving. It really does. <laughs> it really does. I'm trying to think of like, I mean, there's also so many characters too that like we like will never be able to get to, but the one, oh my god, what's her name? The TV personality, Joan Calamezzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, girl is definitely bi. Like, she she just, like, she also, she probably was at that same sex party as oh, other yeah. Ron. Yeah, yep. Joan has woken mm-hmm. up in beds, like, not knowing who they belong to and not caring. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Exactly. And I love, like, if we go back to Tom being, like, a little envy. That, like, she just, like, also, like, loves Tom as well. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, I am here for it. <laughs> to bring oh it all back. Oh, my God. I mean, to Tom, it's an ending. Like, I'm, I love it. I love it. I suddenly now want that so badly. And I just, that's not where I expected to land uh, during this episode. But, like, I, I want it. I want it so much. Also, speaking of people who have dated each other and freaking dated Tom, too, like, what is happening in this town? Yes. That's right. Yeah. They just, they all really truly dated each other. And the fact they're all like low-key bisexual, pansexual icons in their own way. Because it's, yes. It's mm-hmm. so. <laughs> it's- there's also, there's also when Ron, uh, when Ron hooks up with the woman that Chris is like trying to take out on a date, right? Like, oh, who is she? I know her. So like, I know who you're talking about, do you, but I don't do you know remember what I'm talking why about. And then, and then, there. like, it's. I think it's like one of the first episodes where like we learn like the whole Ron and the red shirt thing. He like shows up in the red shirt, and like Chris has been hitting on this woman, and then she like leaves the restaurant with Ron, and they like definitely yeah, like yeah, hook yeah. up that night. So like they have this whole kind of like shared dating pool. Every literally everyone, everyone. It's messy. Everyone, it's messy. This and show. Yeah, they don't. I'm like, okay, if you're gonna like really, if you were gonna have and date jam, if you were gonna have and date Tom, Tammy. you really wouldn't have and date Leslie. Like, come on, you're really gonna throw us That's that? That's very valid. Because you're just like, oh well, and single right now. We should probably put her with someone who's around. Oh, the only other man. 
Like, no. <sighs> not right. It's not right. Yeah. They really at least give us like a season of them dating, you know, at least trying it out. You exactly. Know what I'm but the, it would have been too good, you know? Obviously, that that was the right choice. If they would have given us a season of them like trying out to date, it, that checkmate, you know, like they would have found the perfect union. <laughs> it would have been too perfect. There's no more seasons after that. Yeah, like that's that's it. It's like, you know, like Bones. Didn't they like wait for like 10 seasons for them to get together or something? Because they're like, well, we just got to keep stretching this out. That's, that's what we thought they were going to do with Anne and Leslie, but then they screwed us. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I think of also, uh, uh, what's what's this guy, the dentist guy also? Jam, right? Who's, uh, Jam? Yeah. Yeah. Can- yeah. Cancel, yeah. Yeah, the dentist guy also I feel like would have been in the same like little kumbaya thing with the with the eagle eagle <laughs> eagleton Ron and the other. Yeah, it's just, just everyone in that town. Just he wants- he would go, but he would get it so wrong, right? Like he would <laughs> he would think he was doing the right thing, and he would like show up with like all of the wrong things. Like he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna show up with like his little kimono outfit and like and just be like wildly offensive the whole time, but he'd be so into it. I am just remembering the episode where Leslie learns how to roller blade or l- roller skate. What's the yep. roller derby bit or whatnot? Yeah. And I'm just like Ben is a lesbian. <laughs> Listen, Ben whose favorite band is Letters to Cleo. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> He's are just a, a, a adorable soft butch, you know, like who it's just it's written all over his face. He is a soft butch lesbian and loves Leslie on the rollerblades and it's just it's so gay. It really is. I'm like also it's just like gay. low-hanging fruit but like her name is Leslie. Ooh. Oh, yes. Like people have been using the name Leslie to like hint or like at being gay or to be like, oh yeah, Leslie over there. You know, like her name literally has Les in it. That's all. Easy. <laughs> That's my my end, the end of it. Amazing. Amazing. Leslie. Incredible. We there honestly, like every single character we have already discussed, like it just is so, so queer. So which characters do we ship together? We've sort of talked about this, but let's like, let's round it out. Let's pick our top two because there's too many. So each of us pick our top two. Actually, no. I think we can pick top one and we'll still have good ones. We'll see. All right. So mine, I already said from the beginning, Leslie and Anne. I just like there's there's no one else for me. And their ship name is Anne Lee. Oh, that's pretty. Right? Their names even work that's together. That's really pretty. Wow. Anne Lee. That could have been like a kid's name or something. They could have. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Then they named their wow. kid Anne Lee. Oh. Oh, so gay. So cute. Wow. Uh, can I second this or should oh, I? Yeah, I mean, can, I guess like. Oh, no, yeah. Can, oh, yeah. We need a whole You mix. can second it, but we can. Th- so say your second. Your, who's your top? Who's your second favorite? So, so top, I'm with you on that one. And then my second would, would be Ben and Chris. Mm. Ben and Chris would have been a great ship. I've never done a ship name. Let's try this. Oh, my gosh. Ben is only you one. You can use their uh, last names, too. So we yeah. have what? Ben, Wyatt, and Chris Traeger. Traeger, Traeger, and Wyatt. Try it. Ooh. No, and, then, I, and then you just throw another person. Try, try it. Try, try it, it I don't once, know. you know? <laughs> try it, it once, <laughs> you never go back. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> We're here for that. <clears throat> yeah. Traeger? Traeger? Weiger. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of 
Krieger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, wait, no, that's like Chris and Traeger. Um, Benny's. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> wow. We love them. We love them all. Lee, how about you? Who's your Who's your top? Oh man, I think now that we said it, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Joan and Tom. I'm just mm. I'm into it. Like I don't I didn't see this coming. I was all ready to be like April Ann. I like it, but like I'm I'm here for Joan and Tom. I want it. That would have been real cute. That right? would have been real cute. Yes, they're ridiculous. <laughs> It feels super unnecessary, but I feel like this is what they would both want in their hearts is to go with Calamesford. Wow. Oh. Right? It's like too long, it's... but they'd both be like, yeah. That sounds That right. makes sense. I'm also going to throw out as like our other ship because I really love the idea of the polycule. The Ben, yes, the Ben, please. Chris, and Leslie foursome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Which their ship name would be? Oh my god! Oh wow! Well, so what did you say? Ben Benny's, Benny's. <laughs> so Benny's Lesan. <laughs> it's too long. It's so oh, long. Wow! <laughs> it's so long. <laughs> or we could call them something. I don't know. I'm like, what do we just like? What's like one word that you could name them all? What's? Or you could pick like, oh, what about if we just use the first letter of their names? Like it'd be like. Oh, that's fun. Clab. Ooh. Clab. Yeah, it's bad. Clab. <laughs> or bulk. Uh, it's bad. Bulk. All of them are bad. Uh, their ship name's not great, but I like them together. <laughs> All right. The ship name's horrible. But it's okay. I wasn't on Tumblr enough to, to, to um, get very fluent on ship names. <laughs> This is great, though. This is great exercise for me. Yeah, no. I mean, honestly, we always come up with the worst ones anyways. Like, it's doesn't. It's fine. <laughs> like, there's you're, you're doing your best. You're doing your best. <laughs> oh, my God. I honestly am so happy we have done all of this because it's very clear to me. And, I mean, was clear before, but it's more clear now that Parks and Rec should have been gay. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to do our Q and gay. Q, 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 and gay. Number one. Who is the gayest Parks and Rec employee? A, Leslie, B, April, C, Tom, or D, Ron Swanson? April. Yeah. <gasps> Cor- correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> um, okay. Question two. What is the gayest Leslie and Anne interaction? Is it A, going to a sperm bank together, B, their snake juice fight, C, Leslie throwing a fit when Anne moves, or D, sleeping with the same guy. Wait, did they sleep with the same guy? Yes, but not at the same time. Mark. Oh. <laughs> did they both sleep with Mark? Yeah. Oh, Leslie slept with him a long time before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going to answer. Um, I have the third finger uh, up, which means I think it's answer C, which okay. is when. Okay, um, that was Leslie throwing a fit when Anne moves. That is super gay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was very gay. Question number three, obvious <laughs> answer. Should Parks and Rec give us our gay P-Town episode? A, yes, or B, definitely yes. Definitely yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other option. No. Can I no, hit no. the button harder? <laughs> yeah. Can I just duct tape I'm, I'm just kidding. That. I'm going to keep hitting it. <laughs> uh, question four. This is going to be tough. Who is your top Parks and Rec ship? A, Ann and Leslie, B, Chris and Ben, C, Tom and John Ralphio, or D, Ron Swanson and a bear? Uh, 
I mean, what I want to see, and I and I I want to see. I want to see Ron and a bear now. Like, yeah, I just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really want that now. I want that imagery. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, yeah, Tom and, and, and Raphael would have been. Masterful. So many options. Too many <laughs> options. This freaking show. All right. And our final question. The gayest Parks and Rec episode. A, a gay penguin wedding. B, Andy and April's wedding. C, April's gay boyfriends, or D, Ron and Diane? Oh, these are all pretty gay. I mean, I know that the Penguin episode is, like, the gay episode, but, like, oh, just the fact that we've discovered that that April and Andy are essentially have a lesbian relationship, I'm going to say that their marriage is the Incredible. my answer. Great yeah. choice, great choice. <laughs> Um, also, I just have to say real quick before we finish, I do need to shout out Craig and Typhoon, who are the actual gay rep in Parks and Rec, who do get married eventually. So shout out to to the only gay characters that we ever get. That we didn't even talk about, that we barely talked about. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, that yes. we barely talked about, that's okay. <laughs> but they were just, there. Just to throw it out there, just so we make sure. We do know there were actual, like, some gay characters, but... And the gay and the gay boyfriends and the gay penguins. Like we got yeah, some yeah. gay mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. just not as much as was really there, you know? Yeah. They could they really could have milked this. They really could have. <laughs> Vico, thank you so much for joining us. I my face literally hurts from smiling at this ridiculous episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where can our listeners find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram as Puerto Rican Ninja. The same N for Puerto Rican is the same N for Ninja. So just the one N in the middle. You can find me on Twitter at V underscore Vico underscore Ortiz. I'm not really on Twitter though. So don't like, you don't have to. But (laughs) Instagram is where I'm at the most. And then on TikTok as well, uh, Vico underscore Ortiz. I'm there. Uh, sporadically whenever I have the energy for that app because it is a lot. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, Anything coming up that you want to let our listeners know about or is it all too secret? What's right now uh, available to everyone is uh, Narcos versus Zombies on Amazon Prime Video. All of the episodes are bingeable. It's a a zombie show. I I play a, a a sergeant so <laughs> check that out um and that coming up i i voice one of the characters on a show on nickelodeon called casa grandes i think the episode is coming up in a couple of weeks sex lives of college girls on hbo max which they haven't officially set when it's coming out but i think it's gonna be this fall and our flag means death also on hbo but that will be like next year or something like that i don't know and do that, you ever sleep is the the last question. Um, actually, <laughs> now I do because <laughs> because I I'm like it's a pandemic, so I just like by 10, 10 p.m. I'm like in bed. Amazing. I don't go out anymore. Or I'm not cool like I used to be. Uh, and, none of us uh, are, you know. Yeah, parties. I I see people say like it starts at ten, and I'm like that's where I'm I'm in bed by ten. I'm like. Turning off the lights. I'm not even watching an episode of something. I watch it at like <laughs> nine. <laughs> wow. Lost some points there. <laughs> I'm jealous. No, very jealous. Very jealous of the sleep. <laughs> forcing it. Forcing it now. <laughs> we all need it. We all need it. 
And mm-hmm. uh, Vika will also be doing an Instagram story takeover this week on our Instagram, which will be great. So if you want to catch them there, you should follow us at Let's Hang Out Pod. Seriously, Vika, we always love spending time with you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much for having me. I also love hanging out with y'all. So thanks for having me, and I'll see y'all soon. Yay! <laughs> Let me hear you say, hip, 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 well, yeah. We love hearing from all of you. We love building this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this week, we want to shout out someone who tweeted at us. So this is a shout out to Treehouse1984, who tweeted at us about our Should Have Been Gay Clueless episode, pointing out that there is a comment that Cher's dad makes at one point in the movie that says, doesn't two permits don't make a license have an air of marriage should be between a man and a woman slash gay sex isn't sex. And like 100% yes. Yes, that is, we didn't even catch that. And I love when people point out stuff that we somehow managed to miss uh, in these episodes because like, just mind Mind blown blown right now so good so good so thank you for that tweet it also cracked me up i also want to (laughs) shout out another person on twitter which is what about that queer media they have a podcast about queer media they also came to our flame panel at clexicon and they have been tweeting all about the flame since then so we want to say thank you so much for your support we're happy to hear that you're loving the show and we love that you also have a podcast about queer media because we're here for it you love to see it. And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Jacqueline Rosashino, Sarah and Julia, Carrie and Lawrence, Danny Gunlock-Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, Stacy, Aidy Benitez, and Fiona W. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen, Julia Gonzalez, and our newest King Princess, Ashley White. Thank you all so much for your support. We could not continue to do this show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at letshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at letshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Flame on any podcasting app. We have a lot of new listeners from Clexicon, and we want to keep The Flame love going. We also have videos going up on our YouTube channel still. You can find that at youtube.com slash letshangoutpod and subscribe to make sure you don't miss any. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest way is to rate and review us on iTunes. We love reading what you have to say and it helps other people find the show. If you want to support us financially, the easiest way to do that is to join our Patreon. You can join at bit.ly slash lespatreon. You get access to our Patreon-only Discord, which is one of our favorite places on the internet. And you can also join us for cool things like Les Essentials watch parties and all sorts of other fun stuff. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to support The Flame, you can do that at bit.ly slash The Flame Patreon. We have a lot of really exciting things coming up, including a live concert sometime in the year 2022. So stay tuned for updates on that. But we do need money to fly out all of our cast. So you can do that at bit.ly slash The Flame Patreon. If you want to get some merch, we have all of our designs up in our Tee Public. You can get them on all sorts of things like t-shirts and tank tops or sweatshirts since we're getting into like the chillier weather seasons. And you can see if we have new designs going up and you can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. 
If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out.